yeah, go to like the Monterey Bay Aquarium. They're like, now these are jellies. They're not fish. You know, you're it's like one of those things. starting this episode by telling me jellyfish are not fish. <laughs> uh, as in, you want me to start the episode by doing this, or I'm telling you this now? I can't. Uh, no, you're just... you're, you're going to start us off on this foot. You want you want my whole emotions for the night to be settled by you like dropping this bombshell on me before we even have the I'm whole sorry. team assembled. I've just, I feel like you should know. I feel like okay. everyone should be aware. That this is- Here's what aquarium tour guides need to get through their thick fucking heads. <laughs> if it's in the ocean, it's a fish. It's a fish. <laughs> you can't, you can't be like all of a sudden this fish is not a fish. Who? You're a weirdo. No one wants what you want. We live in a world where this is a fish. <laughs> are you like? Are you like? Like? We're like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and a tomato is a fruit. Fuck you. I mean, it's yes, savory. a tomato is a, a tomato is definitely a vegetable because you put it on uh, on dinner, not on dessert. If you show me one person who was like, "Oh, I made a delicious ice cream with tomatoes on it," I would be like, "All right, I'm listening." But this is not a tomato. Is a fucking vegetable. Did you want one person to find tomato ice cream? Because I just found like. 30,000 persons If at a serve-your-own frozen yogurt bar, they had a thing of cherry tomatoes, I would be like, let's talk. I mean, cherry's in the title. This is pretty close, I feel like. I, people do not do this. Person did and took a picture. I don't, I'm not saying it was a good idea. But, I'm just saying they did. But you know what I'm saying. This is not how people live. I see your pictures. No, you're right. Nobody lives this way. Just like also, no one also, gives a shit that that jellyfish are jellies. Because you know what? I've never had it on toast, but I've seen it swim in the ocean. It's a fucking fish. Hold on. Are you saying petroleum jelly isn't a jelly then? Is that because you haven't had that on toast? Or have you had that on toast? Whether or not petroleum jelly is a jelly is outside of the scope of this discussion. <laughs> And a much more crucial issue is that you're not going to ruin jellyfish for me tonight. <laughs> I mean, this is like a sarcastic point, but also a slightly serious point. And that is that scientists like to tell us things are different when that's not interesting to anybody but scientists. I know. No, I, mean, I think scientists have a, have a tough time um, understanding that the means of words can change. Uh, I sure. feel like there's yeah. like some, some shade thrown at uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson recently about this also, about oh, like yeah. the word awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but same kind of thing where it's like like uh, like mudslide. Uh, you know, they're like, no, it should be a mud flow. And it's like, well, guys, there's a lot of things we don't say anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. Like decimate, that means just to, to yeah. kill one out one of every tenth? ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I feel like this is Neil deGrasse Tyson's life, is like, I'm actually everything that doesn't matter. Uh, you you want to hear my theory on Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yes. Hell yeah. Is that you have to keep in mind? Do you have any idea how amazing of a feat it is to be a celebrity scientist? <laughs> like it's it's a constant hustle, twenty four seven. He needs to stay relevant. Yeah. Or like people, like there's not there's other people coming for his throne, right? Like there's other people who want to be the science guy. There's a That's bunch true. of these. Fruit. That's true. No, so like. I actually don't yes. know how Stephen Hawking died. So, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> but where was Neil at that time? Where was yeah. where was Degrassi Tyson when that last breath was taken? And do you think he integrated him inside of him? You know, <laughs> so black me science. Anthony, one thing you're good for is a lot of things you're good for, but one that I can always count on you is to take it one step further. Well, I mean, you know my theory about. Um, <laughs> 
I, Stephen Hawking's right. I love. I do it's not. The machine became sentient in '82. I have some proof about this. It's been the machine keeping him alive for the last 40 years. I got some threads. I'll send you. Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about pop culture. We pick a theme and our listeners choose what we watch. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, back in Portland. You can follow me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And I have a great panel with me today. Mostly Portlanders, but everybody's on the phone. First up, not the only not in Portland. He's in uh, Northern California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Uh, I, I want to I wanna dance in the rain without getting wet, Alex. Is that... <laughs> I think that's what they're saying, right? In that pain part, my translation um, was a little off. Uh, sure, yeah, that's probably what in, they were in, saying in the, during the minute and a half opening sequence uh, that that happened, where we went through like eight genres. Oh, uh, and it, oh, that was when they were like, yeah, she was like in a Star Wars movie, and then she was in Singing in the Rain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that was the part where the, the music was like, I wanna, like, I wanna what, dance Katie? in the rain without getting wet, something like that. Um, I like that song a lot. Uh, also joining us today, he's at Anthony Lopez. PT2, that's Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. It's a reference to an old joke that I haven't heard in a while. Please welcome Mr. Anthony Lopez. I can't believe you're talking to me. <laughs> oh, did you just Run petrify? Away. Oh, oh, I'm petrified. <laughs> no, I'm cool. How are you guys doing? Good. I got uh, way more confidence than the characters in this series. Yeah. And you know what? You've earned it. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it's, like... been a, it's been a road well-traveled, you know? I mean, I remember when you lost your virginity to that businessman and all the confidence that gave you. Yeah, I mean, it was weird that you were there, but what are you going to do, right? <laughs> Someone had to take, uh, like, flip phone pictures. Um, yeah. I think that 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 element, that storyline was by far the most problematic to me. The virgin uh, 30-year-old brother who gets, I guess, like, uh, roofied and then, like, like kind of, like, like, blackmailed into thinking that he had sex, uh... Uh, with the real estate developer. I did not love that one. Well, as somebody who watched 1, 2, 3, 4, and 10 uh, of the season, I did not know that that had happened. I did think that they had had sex, so I, you know, sort of time-traveled and then... Oh, also, I watched them in the order. 10, 1, 2, 3, 4. We'll get to this. come on. Wait, did anyone anyone else see the whole series? No. I saw 1, 4, 8, and 11. (laughs) (laughs) Anthony, what did you watch? (laughs) I think it's like... I only watch things in like this very specific algorithm, like this formula. Yeah, it's just Fibonacci. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anthony, I what did watch, you watch? I watched the first three, and I intend to see it through. Uh, oh my god, this is this is sort of like it's like here, here, here's what it'd be like. Here's what it is, guys. It's like, hey, let's all watch The Godfather. Cool. And then you're like, great. I'm gonna like be narcoleptic throughout it, and like just enjoy it through that that way. Or just like stop and then have a conversation, like you know, in the first half hour. Like, to be clear, Ezra, the assignment, at least like the way we had discussed, was watch the first couple and maybe the last one, so you can see where it goes. And yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. the. I was so interested in where the first three went that I didn't want to have the ending spoiled. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we can totally do that for the sake of this podcast. I mean, I don't but, know what it is, but Ezra can decide whether or not to spoil it for us. But yeah. I watched episode ten on accident. Without, because I wasn't paying attention to where I was clicking, and I saw the one, and then I clicked on it. Turned out to be ten, and I, and I'm so glad that I figured that out because after ten, I was mad at this show. I thought it was not oh. providing me with sufficient information. I, don't yeah, I, mean, I, 
It's because, it, like, here's the thing. Like, if we say, like, oh, yeah, like, hey, we're only going to have a couple of potato chips. But if you realize they're good potato chips, you eat the whole bag. Like, also, Ezra, you're the busiest person. Like, I am so surprised that you are the person who chose to do this whole thing. Okay, so one, I watched that two times speed because uh, it's just reading. <laughs> it's sure. just reading, guys. Um, but also, <laughs> also, this was I really, really liked this. Okay. Interesting. Like, I really, yeah, really liked this. Yeah, I I've, yeah. I've really enjoyed what I've seen of it so far. Okay, I have real mixed feelings. There are things that I enjoy. Maybe and things you should that have I watched enjoy. it one ten. Yeah, maybe you didn't start it like in medium. I, was, I like yeah. watching it like it's the like, memento. Maybe things are better if they're watching the order that they're intended. Just I just agree. It felt better once I started <laughs> over, and I actually uh, I kind of liked having that weird time jump. So it's kind of like yeah. it was like a little Tarantino effect. Uh. But I. Also, uh, I mean, I think Ezra, I would have finished it if it wasn't reading. Like, if I could have done some work while this TV show was on, I would have watched the whole thing. But I just only have so much time. It was to 10 watch minutes the whole an episode screen. if you speed it up. But anyway, okay. this well, is not the point. Let me this finish the, the introductions. Point. Also like joining us today at KT Nuggin on Twitter uh, in Portland, Oregon. Please welcome back Katie Wynn. Hello. Thank you. I'm so glad you guys are not hipsters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to ask you how do I, people uh, avoid talking to, to people they didn't want to talk to? Because there are a lot of different good ways out that I saw in this show. Oh, you want one us to suggest one right now? Well, because the one was the petrification, but you have yeah. a lot of choices, basically, too. To I don't avoid. think the petrification actually worked as well as they'd hoped. People seem to stay interested instead of losing interest. Mm, um, that's true. Here's I what know, I, I like to I do. I did it today, and it got me out of some tricky situations. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, it did. <laughs> uh I always like to ask people if they are would like to hear about a, a new investment I've discovered, and then they just whew, yeah clears that right up. I got to be going. I have a thing, Alex. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katie, do you have a way of getting out of weird situations? I pretend to be way too interested in my surroundings. <laughs> like, like a kitten, I'll, you're just like you distracted. hear the slightest noise, and then you'll turn your head. Like it actually distracted you when it really was not that distracting. You act <laughs> like things are so interesting. That's pretty solid. You're just a curious kitten. Yeah, I, pretty um, much. I uh, I guess I'm I would not break eye contact, but also try to get something out of my teeth with my tongue. Oh, I feel Ooh. like that would really do it. Ugh, yeah, yeah, that's a dirty move. Yeah. <laughs> I so find is... I got another really good suggestion. Yeah. Find the first like thing that they mentioned that like, everyone knows. Like try to get them to say the word Christmas and then pretend to not know what it is, and just. <laughs> <laughs> eventually wow, they just leave that always works you just be so uh, frustrating very quickly Ezra did I ever tell you about this hilarious joke that Anthony likes to play where he <laughs> pretends not to know very famous songs and allows you to explain them to him for a very long time Oh, that does sound like a good joke how many times have you fallen for this Alex <laughs> so he did it once it was like we were texting and he just we were complaining I was complaining about something and he said the world is a vampire and I said, mm. set to drain. And he said, what? And then I said, no, like the song. And he was like, that's just a thing my grandfather used to say. I have a like a two-hour text conversation that I could show you of just oh, him insisting he has good. no idea what this song is. It's the worst like I've ever been gaslit. And it was I was going nuts. You can yeah, get- like set you up and everything. You can get people to sing like full choruses and to songs to you. If you do that long enough, eventually everyone will sing you the song. It's a nice little treat. No, you know the song, Anthony. Yeah. No, how does it go? Like maybe if I heard it and they're like, 
Yeah, and then they'll still sing in the chorus, and you're like, yeah. This is the maddest I've ever been at you. Not now, but I'm remembering. That was the time. Yeah, that's fun. I like this a lot. (laughs) So anyway, this episode number 439 of the program. We've not done as many episodes as the length in feet of the Royal Clipper, the world's largest fully rigged sailing ship. Huh. 439 feet, five masted, 42 sailed. It's a cruise ship. And it can reach 17 knots on sail power alone. Royal or, or cruise ship? Or you can fly, ship? and that's faster. Uh, it's called the Royal Clipper. It is a cruise ship. It is not a royal cruise ship in particular, but it's, um, it is also the second largest sailboat of all time and the largest currently operating. How anyway. many Fiesta decks are there? One? <laughs> Fiesta decks? Yeah, this is usually a Fiesta deck. Uh, I could not say. Yeah. Uh, there is a fun thing where on the front of the boat, they have like a netting reaching out to the pointy thing and you can kind of just chill on the netting it looks nice oh like a hammock yeah like a hammock over the water i like to judge cruise ships by how many uh otis have gone there to die and perform horrible sad acts (laughs) (laughs) is more better or is more less more better better. yeah the more the more like drummers and comedians and magicians you got the more impressive the ship you know oh Oh, my god do they have any drumming comedian magicians out there because i would watch that (laughs) nightly I know, <laughs> I know a drumming comedian. I know comedy magicians. I don't know magician drummers. That might be the part of the triangle that doesn't complete. <laughs> what is it? Just like they keep on accidentally making their their sticks disappear. I, I mean, that would be, really, be a pretty really... good routine. Is like they're drumming and the stick is gone. And you don't know why, but they're kill- like moving their hands. I'm into it. They, they do like a solo, like a really intense drum solo, and then they pull a rabbit out and it's dead because they beat it too hard. <laughs> There's no part of this I don't like. I mean, I the red, red rabbits, I'm like neutral on. I don't need to kill rabbits. That's not that's not a thing for me. Yeah, no, no, real rabbits are harmed. Yeah. Great. It's okay, a gag. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then they we're go gonna buy get, a we're dead good. rabbit. They don't actually okay. kill one. <laughs> huh. Anyway, speaking they... of things that some people are super into, this week we're talking about Princess Jellyfish. Princess Jellyfish, the 2011 anime based on the manga of the same name. Uh, why are we watching Princess Jellyfish this week? You may ask because it's it's Jellyfish anime. Month. What? What? <laughs> that was, it's not Jellyfish Month. <laughs> it's not Jellyfish Month. Boy, I can't say how much I would rather this be Jellyfish Month. It still can be. Um, uh, July fish? I can't. I don't know. Um, I would watch Jellyfish Month. It still could be, I guess, technically. Uh, I'm more into that. No, it's anime, you guys. It's anime. It's the month of anime in May. We're watching anime for anime. And I not a huge anime person so this is an interesting adventure we're all going on this particular anime princess jellyfish was suggested by meat buddy danny and i asked why he suggested it and he said um it's good uh he went on it also has asked and answered it has some good depictions of anxiety and it's one of the few anime shows aimed at adult women it's also 11 episodes long so it's not even your whole evening or at ezra's speed less than a quarter of your evening yeah yeah this is like what like half of the half of the commute into work this is very nothing <laughs> uh if you want to uh, vote in our uh topic theme uh item selection we should have a catch your name go to read.com slash meat buddies become a meat buddy any donation amount will allow you to vote in our upcoming uh, topic elections that's what i'm gonna call them topic election elections um topections elect a lep topic nope okay anyway so uh princess jellyfish we watched as cited ezra the whole thing the rest of us piecemeal some of us in order some of us not yeah some of us meal peace 
I, I mean, a real good spread of varieties. Like, we could not have asked for It's so more. funny. Also, Ezra, oh, I just want to spend more time celebrating how good meal piece was. That was so fast and so perfect. <laughs> you take the words and you flip them. That's how I do. Good joke. Um, okay. So uh, let's talk about... Let me let me summarize Je- uh, Princess Jellyfish. I got kind of a short summary, and then we'll just pick our places to jump in and talk about it. So here's what the, the premise of the show is. There is an apartment full of nerd girls, and they love stuff and hate hipsters. One of them likes sewing clothes for dolls. One likes warriors, I guess. One likes trains and knows which beef tastes the best. And, and snacks. Later, I don't know if you guys saw them, but like she also knows nope. um, if someone brings... Okay, this is a good power. If someone brings um, treats in a bag, she knows like what the treats are and how delicious they are. I that mean, is a useful, yeah, useful right? skill. I mean, is she the only one who has powers? Like everyone else is a nerd, well, but mean, she's a they, superhero? They can turn to stone. There's other things. like, like they, they, they do some other things that kind of bend reality. Like the, the, the clothing nerd... Um, she is really, really fast at making stuff like clothing. Yeah, like really, like ungodly. They, they all like have a kind of moments where it breaks reality. But yeah, but like superpowers like that, like she can zoom in on meat and be like, "This is the tastiest meat." Uh, that's probably the best one. Well, I think you're well underselling that hair. Uh, oh, yes. the hair was pretty solid. The I one mean, girl has the big hair, and that sometimes they use it to like sop up ink. Or it yeah, gets well, that, caught indoors. It's funny. It uses yeah. good visual gags. Through. Yeah. In, it's the star uh, of the show later on. No spoilers, but... At, at some point, doesn't somebody... Uh, like a white lady touches it, and then it's uh, like, okay. I do not think they're actually white. Oh, sorry. A a, uh, a Japanese lady... I'm pretty uh, sure, yeah. ...touches her hair. I still cringed, but she seemed okay with it, so I don't know. Yeah, I know. I, I didn't... There was they they really were interested in, in the like an afro hairdo. I don't know, I don't know how to take that either. Yep, yep, yep. Feel real worried about it. Uh, oh wait, there's an English dub version of this. Why do we have the subtitle for him? Well, this it's a good question. This is like a one I remember from a previous anime we watched that there is a fierce divide with dubs versus subs, and the uh, people, <laughs> the sub people think that dubs are much worse. I like it because I can do other work. I, I'm a I'm a uh, I'm a subs guy myself. Yeah, yeah I'm a sub. Yeah. yeah, I just the voice acting quality is usually so bad that it like it hurts the work. Yeah, but and, you like, can turn your head to the side and still have the show be on. But I don't. Wait, wait, like, so, is I, your favorite thing, Alex, that you cannot watch it? The, I mean, for for work, yeah, it's good to be able to double bill. I I need if I can't like do laundry while I'm watching the official read it and weep movie of the week, it just makes the whole week a lot longer. Okay. I don't disagree, but this is like like doing multiple things is like really really highly associated with like unhappiness overall. <laughs> well, we usually watch bad things, Ezra. All right, fair enough. This Are is like a defense it? mechanism. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to pretend that uh, anime month is making me super happy. Who chose this? Aren't you the only like? Aren't you making the decisions for the show? I uh, or I can you just not resist a pun? Yeah, no, it's like same rules we've always had, Ezra, which is like it's a good enough portmanteau. We have to do it. I mean, that's a bylaw <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's canon. All Sometimes right. we go the other way where we come up with an idea and then we portmanteau, which you're going to hear a lot more about in the lightning bonus round segment when we talk about our James Bond themed month coming up. Um, but uh, in the meantime, it's just the this is the we came the portmanteau was suggested by a listener and then we have worked backwards. And also, I like to challenge myself. See, I, I try to figure out if I can like a thing that I did not think I like. And so far, it's like still just real weird for me. Um, just to round out this apartment building, by the way, there's one other, there's one girl who we never see, but she is like famous and rich. 
And then there's uh, Tsukimi, who is our main character, who likes jellyfish, like maybe an unhealthy amount, and misses her mom. And uh, so they all live in well, this apartment. because her mom's dead. It's not like because yes. her mom's not. Like yes. her mom's it's, dead. It's almost like those two things are related, Alex. They do seem like they're tied together for sure. <laughs> Mm, the other, the other girl, the woman who lives there, is like their boss. Yeah, sort of her, their boss. But they're also so they're like, I mean, this is like very referential to a specific part of Japanese culture that I'm not familiar with, which is these like the children of baby boomers who have a large allowances because there was the economy grew so much during the boom, but then it's yeah. collapsed, and so. A lot yeah, of neats. Neats was the thing I didn't realize. Not neats. in education, employment, or training is the acronym. Yeah, that's what it is. N-E-E-T. All right. I'm yeah. glad you looked that up. Yeah, they're neats, and that's apparently their part. So they're like 30-year-olds who have allowances and don't really work, but they do a bunch of kind of weird random jobs, including working like, for well, the manga lady. The main character is 18, isn't she? Yes, yes. that's true. She's yes. supposed to be 18. But the other ones uh, are 30? And, uh, and, well, one of them is... Uh, no, the, Shu I mean, is 30. The older brother of Kuronosuke is 30. N- well, one of them is eight, but she was born on a leap day, and so she's like thirty. <laughs> yeah, I thought. <laughs> I thought that uh, the sewing lady was like much older than everyone. Like she was like Chieko? thirty. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I. Question. She marks. looks just like her mom, so I think time doesn't really apply. Sure. Also, I think like to not ask uh, like them about their age was like one of the top things you were not supposed to ask them about. On one of the episodes, they had like um, a they had like a prices uh, they had like a, a family feud type thing where it's like things you're not supposed to ask them. Banba, was, the was, train obsessed girl, is between thirty two and thirty five. Yeah, that was the that was a leap year. The leap year lady. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's one of the things I liked as about their like community they have is they had a very clear rule set of things not to ask them. Yeah, and I thought that was a nice that they had the whole presentation. Like, I wish more clicks had that. You know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, the bylaws are very helpful. You should post those. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have bylaws, guys. If you think you're, you're, you're friends, you know, if you think you have friends, like, have bylaws and then we'll talk. If you're, if you're, I think it's just as simple as if your friend group gives themselves a name, like in this case, they're like the monastery or something. They're the nunnery. What is that? Yeah. The yeah. sisterhood. The, the sisterhood. Yeah. If you have a name yeah. for your group of friends, have some bylaws. It'll help yeah, other people. Yeah. Squad goals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so one day while staring at a jellyfish in a pet shop, uh, our main girl, Tsukimi, realizes that her, her favorite one, named Clara by her, is about to die. She tries to save it, uh, but she can't talk to the owner because he is a hipster. Hipster being the biggest downfall of nerds, which is not something I realized. I thought... The, also, I'm not clear if they mean hipster the same way we mean hipster or hipster they, are just like they, popular kids. They, so they mean like, it's like stylish. I think it's like kind of... It's, it's like... It's not quite nerd, and it's not quite, like, hipster, but it's, like, I think it's the closest we could get to understand Yeah, it. I'm used to, like, nerds jocks, but this is a nerd-hipster dichotomy, and I just don't know where, the, where I fit into this whole I world I feel like anymore. here it's more like the nerds don't conform to societal norms, whereas hipsters are, like, the epitome of current societal norms. Right, and I just think of hipsters as just, like, making great coffee and having mustaches. Trendy. Yeah, they're trendy. But like our American hipsters, like the they're not the main trend trendy. They're like side trends. They have their own trends. It seems like. Yeah, I think this is not I a one to one thing. Yeah. I think it's got to be something about the fact that a that they're able to fit into societal norms. Also, like hipsters are generally like apathetic and give off a judgy vibe, as well. And, and that's true there as well. That you mean that in their hipster term as well as our hipster term. 
based on the way that guy treated her, you know, yeah. calling her a creepy nerd. And yeah, that's stuff true. Like that. And I think it's like kind of like split between like basically like people who like love stuff and then also people who care about appearances. And I think like the hipsters, the people who care about appearances, yeah, I think that's a really yeah, tricky yeah. thing for you, yeah. Speaking of which, while she's not being able to talk to this jellyfish fish hipster, another hipster shows jellyfish-ter? up. Jellyfister. Jellyfister. Nope. Um, nope. Pass. <laughs> That's all I did there. I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> Sorry. It's hard pass. Let's keep, let's keep moving. So while she's trying to talk to that hipster to save the fish, uh, another beautiful hipster princess appears and helps her buy the jellyfish. But once they get back to the sisterhood, back to the apartment, she learns that that princess is a boy princess. And here, it seems like we should take a quick second uh, to uh, uh, make this issue easier for us to talk about, which is that I don't know the pronouns that this... Uh, that, uh, new princess boy would like i think he most of the time wears women's clothing does not want you to yeah. call him a transvestite yeah, i don't think princess boy would be uh one of the terms that was the thing like. i felt like that he was a friendly like. thing to them because they meant both so, those as compliments so but this is an interesting one because he i don't think he identifies uh as solely definitely doesn't identify solely as a woman nope uh i don't think he identifies as like a trans woman nope. uh like from what i saw in the other episodes it seems like he like enjoys like being like like posing as a woman but like i don't think he identifies as one right uh so it just feels like they're like actually like it's it's interesting it feels like at times the the show is actually still like very committed to the gender binary in a way that i don't want it to be i would like there to be a little more fluidity here um i i don't know i just it, it is it was hard for me to understand what i should say to make him feel comfortable that's and that's all i want to do uh yeah i mean i think I mean, it's interesting because it's like I, I thought that was gonna be. I thought that was what the show was gonna be about, and it really didn't end up being nope. about that. No, nope. it really just kind of like this is the thing we're gonna introduce, but we're kind of just not really gonna like. It's just it's part of it, but not really gonna like digest it ever fully. Uh, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. And uh, uh, Suke, is that his name? Is that how you say his name? Um, uh, he's like a super interesting character. Great character. I just uh, I just want to make sure I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh, the boy the the male pronouns. I'm gonna use he him for this because that seemed to be the most that was the common thing um yeah Yeah, i mean i don't think it was so much i mean yeah in a lot of ways they conform to gender binary but i also feel like they did a good job distinguishing between gender and gender performance yes because they always used he him pronouns he also talked about that he didn't say he's heterosexual for sure but like he's like sometimes i dress in i mean i think the most problematic thing would say that he called the women's clothing more than anything, sure. but his yeah. gender performance is fluid, yeah. whereas his gender is not. Yeah, and he also. And, so he, I mean, in, from like the first few episodes, I'm like, I only watched the first few, but there's a scene when he's like, "Why can't you call me a boy?" Like he actually like, has that line. Right. So he he seems to be more confused about like her reaction to him than anything else. Well, and part of a big part of that is because this this convent that they all live in has a strict rules against boys, and if you bring a boy there, you'll be murdered. According to the manga artist upstairs, the penalty is death. And so uh, it is important to Tsukimi that Karana Suke uh, pretends to be female while in the in the building. And I believe from episode 10 that that is not forever, but I don't know how that gets revealed. Because I know that the sewing lady figures out, because at some point he takes off all of his clothes for them to make a nope. skirt. Nope, never, yeah. never, never comes out to them. They, oh, really? They... they I, you know, because that well, or like it comes out, but like it's never revealed. Uh, like at, at one point, they're like, "Oh, like uh, she has like like fake boobs," 
like um like like she's like stuffs her bra but like that was that was the only like kind of like point of it it <laughs> wasn't ever this <laughs> is it's a fake, uh, yeah, you get faked out, you think they discover it, but it turns out, which no. also I feel does another, also subverts gender norms and such that, like, the fact that she didn't have breasts didn't make her not a woman mm-hmm. in their eyes. Yeah. In their eyes, like, oh, she's a, f- a flat woman, whereas some women have breasts, some don't. Yeah. So, uh, the other thing about him is he is the, he's very rich, and he is the, he's related to the prime minister, and uh, he, so because of that, he gets real good meat from the mansion and that's how he kind of wins them over because the nerd girls don't like him being around especially he shows up during hot pot which they which ruins hot pot for everybody because the nerds don't like being around somebody who's such a hipster so so um, concerned with looks but then he brings real good beef and they're like all right you can be our friend now it must be really good beef yeah i mean the one with the mute sensing ability thinks it's great i mean they were particularly cruel like i have not i would not want to bring that group anything let alone try to win them over after being yeah, no treated like that. Meat. They are incredibly mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's and that's one of the things that makes me so conflicted about this is this portrayal of nerd culture, of which I consider myself to be a member, or at least the people who call me names consider me to be a member. And uh, that's how a lot of us get inducted into this club. Uh, but they're also, they're just, they're very exclusive and mean in a way that I think is not the part of nerddom that I really love. I like nerds who do not think that the nerd community is an exclusive club, uh, but who think of it as just people liking what they like and being comfortable with that. And this is very like aggressive, outwardly focused. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there are some shifts, I guess, in, in how they do, but I, I, that's definitely a, a fair point of the starting point, where it's like you can appreciate that they've built up these different kind of, I guess their enthusiasm for different things are it's a defense mechanism to like mm-hmm. be, have them be like experts in one part of the world, I guess, and and give them like a safe space. But like, yeah, it's, it's uh, it comes from a place of like, I guess, fr- fragility, maybe. Yeah, and I and I get and like obviously like Danny mentioned, who suggests the show, so there's it's got some good portrayals of anxiety, and I do think that is that the portrayals of anxiety are are interesting and not a way I've seen it done, and I think are very very good and to to help show that part of the world but what i don't like is when anxiety manifest uh manifests itself as being real shitty to people i feel like that is is when it's like now it's not your anxiety now it's like your behavior and that i feel like is something that you have a lot more control over it's encouraging them or you think it's just a realistic portrayal because i know a lot of people who are like that yeah sure yeah i guess but yeah yeah it's true yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I guess the show is just doing that, and that's what bums me out about it. And I want like to like them and root for all of them, and that's the one thing that keeps me from being totally on their side. I and think that, like it makes them more relatable because a lot of times people with anxiety they wish they like had the energy or the you know like bravery to like go out, but they don't, and they end up feeling like an asshole because they stayed in, and like it's this whole like cyclical thing. But even that seems more inwardly focused. This is more like you're an asshole for being nice to me. They feel like they're, I, it, it's like they're almost like they used to be bullied or something. They have this kind of yeah. disdain toward outsiders. And uh, Ezra, I mean, would you say as somebody who saw all of it, like, is that more of the journey of the show? Like, do we get more of that? Because as, as someone who's only seen, like, the first few episodes, it's easy to feel that way about the characters. But, like, if that's just a starting point, I could yeah, see it being do, way do more Do they get better at that? I mean, okay, so one, I think this is really weird that I like, accidentally became like the de facto expert on Princess Jellyfish. I know, you're the Princess Jellyfish. You um, are king of Princess Jellyfish Mountain. I, uh, I don't know, I guess <laughs> I'd say like I I would agree with like Katie that like I, I found them very sympathetic on the whole. I guess I, I felt like I was on their side. So I don't know if like, like 
like I don't know it's, it it I felt like they're they were it's weird because they're very like they're really caricaturized people mm-hmm. you know, like they have like insane like reactions where like they like 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 get freaked out and like smack their heads on things a bunch but like mm-hmm. I found it to be like all like kind of coming from truth I don't know I was I felt like I was always on their side basically is, is what I'd say hmm. I wanted um, to be I think that's the one thing that held me back from saying that I loved the show is that I wanted to be on their sides and it seemed like they did not let me also, when I was doing my reading about this beforehand, uh, the Wikipedia classifications of what kind of um, uh, what kind of anime this is, well, let me try to pull this up again. Anyway, it led me to believe that this would be a, a very sexual show, and it is not. <laughs> no, I mean what? it's it's, <laughs> I mean, that's it's like another you... iteration of Big Bang Theory, yeah. you know. Mm. I have not watched Big Except- Bang Theory. I mean, the whole thing is about how like it's the it's a social group, and but they're non-social, and there's one really social neighbor who like pops in and like pulls them out of their comfort zone and like helps them organize social stuff, get some dating, oh, that kind of is thing. Is that what that's about? Like, that seems kind of fun. Eh. Well, we're, <laughs> we're watching it for Bang Vember, Alex. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. It does seem like November is the go-to month for making lazy uh, uh, portmanteaus, but I kind of like it. <coughs> it could have been Bangtober. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's do our compliments now. We like to start and end every uh, show with a compliment, and our, we have a loose definition of begin. And uh, so we're going to go with our major compliment now, our big compliment, and the first nice thing we're going to say about it. Ezra, we're going to have you go first. What is your major compliment for Princess Jellyfish? Um. So, like, I think this might be, like, my favorite um, experience of a pop culture thing that I've like that I've consumed, like what? Which is like I came in like completely having no idea what this was or why we were watching it, um, and like, you did hear like, that it was anime, right? Or you just no. mean you did? <laughs> <laughs> I started watching it, and then it was then it was it, and then like then then I watched all of it, and that's just like that's a really uh, this is a really cool thing I think just to like to feel like. It's just discover and to be able to connect with some like parts of it, because uh, it's not a thing that I knew I wanted or that it could connect with me. Mm-hmm. It just that's a cool experience. It feels like I I don't always have like a sense of discovery, I guess, but it's like this is like oh man, this feels like a performance of like for just for just for me. Uh, it's it, it was I would recommend <laughs> if there's a thing that you can just like find that like is supposed to be good, but you have no idea what it is, and you just like watch all of it, um, like on your own. That's that's something, man. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I don't That's think I've ever gone cool. in, in, into much of anything that cold. Yeah. This was, this was chilly. <laughs> uh, all right, Anthony, what's your major compliment? Uh, mine's going to be a, a little bit s- similar to that last compliment in the sense that I also went in completely blind in what you I You knew it was anime. It. We talked about I that mean, last I mean, week. I knew it was anime. Like, I, I went in at least knowing that. But I think because I went in only knowing that, I had a certain expectation of what this was going to be yeah. uh, from the title and the setup. Yeah, I was told it was I, very sexual. Well, I did not <laughs> expect that. Here's what I expected. <laughs> I expected they were going to save this jellyfish, right? She meets this uh, this beautiful hipster. And they save this jellyfish. They bring it home, put it in a bathtub. And then the, she just crashes there. She wakes up. She finds a wig on the ground. I thought, holy shit. 
magical jellyfish lady because that's what i what, that's I, what I thought expect- for the first episode too what i thought like when i think of anime like i've i've watched a bit into like my life of like just random anime and it's usually has a bit more of a fantastical uh feeling to it and this being very grounded like a straight romantic comedy blindsided me and i know like anime is a much more diverse genre than just like fantastical elements but that's so much of what i see come over uh, so it being grounded, I was like, oh, shit, this is like a drama, comedy drama, interesting. And that got me way more interested in, in it. I uh, would have maybe preferred, like, Magical Jellyfish Princess. Uh, yeah, I'm now I really want to follow that story. I, that never occurred to me, but now I, I can see how that would be kind of disappointing for you to find out that she's a person. Yeah, I mean, the... Uh, Habina, uh, the boy, I was very like it was a complete swerve from Jellyfish Princess, and it, yeah, like not surprising it. for me because I'd seen episode ten. Yeah, it grounded it in a way that I just did not expect, and I was like, well, okay, I'm actually very interested in watching all of this now. So this is I don't know how to pronounce it, but uh, Jose manga as opposed to shoujo manga, J O S E I, and according to Wikipedia. Uh, Jose manga tends to be more, both more sexually explicit and can contain more mature storytelling. So I was like, great, some real good storytelling sex show. And then yeah, everyone is like, what? I think it's just, that's just, it means aimed, aimed at women though, right? That's just, yes, but it's different ages of, there's like th- different, there's like little girl, like young woman. And then there's like more mature woman and I it see. just means female. Anyway, um, uh, it just uh, has the one sentence that said it would be more sexually explicit. It's sort of like how HBO shows uh, like TVMA for like violence or for nudity and sex. And then you watch it and it's like not on this one. Right. That's how it is. This is like how I got tricked into watching Sex in the City when I was a teenager. That, that had more sex. They had this. lots of talking, but very little. I mean, okay. I think, I think you don't realize how much sex was available to like watch uh at that at like in 1999 like it's also fucked up because you watched the last episode first and then went back to the first <laughs> season and it's just such a so like such a weird jump that it you know threw you for a loop it is yeah i was like i know where you're gonna end up lady you should be nice to mr big while you got the chance i think i don't remember how it ends what did you say katie i said the roofies is a pretty oh, i didn't get yeah i did not get to that that is weird and intense yeah. 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 Well, I guess my compliment is that I liked the I I liked the petrification as a metaphor for anxiety. I thought that felt that felt realistic and I like I liked it as like an exaggeration that like really showed what you were feeling. I was like, like I thought that was a great way to do it. They just they literally turned to stone uh in a way that is also very funny. So, I thought that was nice. That was enjoyable and i was told to expect that from danny so i was like oh it's gonna be a good portrayal of anxiety and then that happened i was like this is pretty good and my other expectations were not met so at least this one was well i i mean i like that the show uses like there's like a lot of anime tropes in terms of like the way they animate people and their reaction to things and seeing that moved over to like that grounded setting but still people moving and reacting like that i thought that was really neat i like that it was neat. There were some actually really nice animation elements, although I generally find anime's animation tropes to be difficult to figure out. It's just like a little inscrutable to me. Uh, but this is not the time for that. We'll talk about that in a second. But first, Katie, major compliment. I really liked how, so like, yeah, we were talking about how like mental illness was kind of front and center. There's social anxiety, there's PTSD, there's body dysmorphia. 
they did a really good job tying it into how that what society has to influence that. So like the whole like it's like justified the whole body dysmorphia because we see all the princesses. Mm-hmm. Um, part of the PTSD, like the one recurring memory, is talking about her mom talking about how when you get married one day, I'm going to make you dress like this, which is another like playing into the whole like. She's trying to live up to the ex- expectations of her herself as like a woman in her mom's eyes and all these kinds of things like that. So you f- you really empathize with the reasons why she feels, you know, less than and why she doesn't feel like she fits in because they present to you what exactly what she's supposed to look like based on like what her mom says, based on what she sees on the streets of um, Shibuya and all that kind of stuff. And I feel like that has a huge influence because depending on like where you grow up, you know, like and they always measure like what's the happiest country in the world? So it's like some tiny island that has like no outside influence. And no kind of, like, trends, like, on the same kind of scale that we get in, like, the first world countries and things like that. So, yeah, I found it, like, very um, easy to identify with the characters in such a way that I could see myself not only in their position, but also, like, that place in society. Yeah. I want to do, real quick, uh, before, we, we should probably keep moving, but I do want to ask you guys. So, let's, I just want to talk a little bit about anime generally, because I, um, this is a, like, large cultural blind spot for me that I I've, so I I think the only anime I've ever watched is for this show before so I watched like two about swimming and one about figure skating and that's pretty much my whole frame of reference it's mostly what it's known for is you know <laughs> work in that those genres I mean our our fans have like uh forced uh, me to watch a lot of high school sports related anime Anthony you have seen you definitely seem like you're a, you're more knowledgeable about anime but when I said last week that you seem like you like it you were very offended well, it's just the way it was insinuated. I was, I was not having a good time. I don't know. I was goofing. Yeah, I know uh, you're goofing, but like it just. It, so you're, you're, but you're not a like you're not deep in this world. No, no, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm like I watch like movies that come over. Like I'm very excited mm-hmm. uh, to watch your name in a few days. I just got that. I heard that's very good. But like most like Miyazaki, Studio Ghibli stuff, or like the classics like Akira, Cowboy Bebop, stuff like that. I've seen. And I'm going to kind of hope, I'm actually, I want to kind of push us for at least one of these episodes to either do a Miz, uh, Miyazaki or uh, Cowboy Bebop, because I those are both things I've heard a lot about and have not watched. I would yeah, be down to do either. I think you would. Yeah. I know Spirited Away has a giant pig. I've always wanted to see that movie. Um, that's not my favorite Miyazaki. Oh, what is? Um, it's probably like Howl's Moving, Howl's Flying Castle, that one. Okay. Really? Princess Mononoke. Yeah, yeah, that was a little darker than I go, but yeah, that's good. I, Princess yeah. Mononoke, yeah, I, I like it because it's so dark and ambitious. Like it's such a complex movie for, like, kind of what I was expecting it the first time. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of that one. Man, I'm all about it. I want to watch one of these now. All right, we're gonna make have this you happen. Done, really have good you voiceovers seen? too in Mononoke. Oh, good cool. Done. So yeah. I have to read. Yeah, I mean they got actually really good cast for most Ghibli. stuff films they always like really go out of their way to find like very good actors for the roles cool man all right uh, so into that have um, you seen akira alex nope i don't know what you're talking about uh akira is very good we should i mean you could probably get context clues alex you probably assume that it's a thing that you could watch that's probably anime so it's not like you have no idea <laughs> alex is like akira i barely know her. <laughs> uh uh it's a uh a, uh, uh, looks like a clothing website that specializes in cute crop tops and so many shoes. Oh, sexy yeah. dresses, cute crop tops, so many shoes. <laughs> Book oh, no, no, that. Is... My birthday's coming up. That's what I was trying to get at. <laughs> yeah, I'm terrible at context clues. It turns out this is uh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> what, no, is that a sandwich? So it does look like it's a motorcycle movie. 
Among other things, yeah, it's very good. It's it's one of like the like big anime cl- like classics. I think. Yeah, it's okay. canon. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely canon. I'm into this. Um, so, uh, Katie, you see, you have we've talked about this before. We had you on for anime before as well. You have more experience with the anime world. Yeah, more than you for sure. Yeah, this is this a thing that you do for fun or just when I call? No, I mean, I I, I get why Anthony might have reacted that way. It's one of those things where like a lot of people appreciate the art but de- detest the fandom. And, yes. Like, any like outspokenly self-professed like anime fan or many of them are real like. Weird kind of like Japanophiles who like focus on really fetishized elements of culture and like yeah. as an American woman, woman, I've been on the receiving end of like a lot of self-professed anime fans who use it to posture. So like I definitely don't like outwardly identify as like an anime fan. That does and seem that does seem like a slightly uh, like a creepy and off-putting part of it. Like there's that part of it. There's also this 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 element that like anime is very easy to dunk on. You always get it's like the equivalent of like Gresham if you live in Oregon, right? It's just like, uh, but there's like anime such a has such a wide breadth in terms of it's just it's Japanese animation. So it, it yeah. can be films, TV shows. It'd be like if you took. You know, films like The Godfather and The Big Bang Theory, and we're like, that's Western film, right? And, like, <laughs> I, and there's a lot of garbage in our medium, too, right? Yeah, like, yeah, a lot yeah, of garbage yeah. on TV, and there's a lot of, like, a lot of what I think of when I think of, like, anime and anime fan. I think of people who are into, like, these serialized shogun shows that have, like, hundreds of episodes, and the fandom is very deep into following them. And For example? Oh, I mean, like, there's, like, the Dragon Ball Zs, the, oh, the yeah. One Punch, the, like... Uh, I've never Yu-Gi-Oh's. seen anything I mean, about this. There's a, a lot of these shows that, that, to me, is what I... When I have the, uh, the quick associations of people who are really into that part of it, well, I'm more, like, I'll watch, like, a few good, like, one-off series or, like, movies or... But none of that, like, real deep canon stuff, you know? Yeah, all right. I think it's... So, one thing as a person who's not into all of these... I find, I mean, I've, I think I've talked about my comic book aversion on this show before. Not aversion. That seems wrong. I don't read a lot of comic books because I never what did What do they do kid. to you, Alex? <laughs> I just never did as a kid. And so when I pick up a comic book as an adult, I just can't, my brain can't process the page. It's just too much going on. And it's hard for me to figure out, like, I get that they go left to right, but it is more can- complicated than that. I mean, oh, I don't man, know what under time limit you're under, but you can take as much time as you want to, to, to soak it in, bud. It's just, it's just like, it's just off-putting at first. It's just, it's difficult for me. And this is the same way. I don't know why they're yelling and why the background is sometimes just a color. Have you tried reading like a manga? Because it's right to left. That might make it easier for your brain to process. <laughs> like maybe it's the way the images are laid out. You know? Well, uh, anyway, that's my feelings. And I appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to make fun of me instead of helping me before we uh, continue with anime. Hopefully uh, the fans will be nicer at helping me appreciate all of this. Although I like to, I like to hope the anime will do the work of convincing you while we just <laughs> dunk on you. You know, I kind of think that should be the dynamic. Uh, classic. Well, uh, we'll talk about more of this on the other side of the break. Uh, We're going to take a sponsor break. We'll be right back. Uh, Today's episode, you guys... Tequila! (laughs) Today's episode is brought to you by uh, our fabulous meat buddies who voted on this topic as well as many others. We have a new meat buddy to thank. Uh, Her name is Jazz. She is from Pittsburgh, although not originally, but Jazz from Pittsburgh... Uh, became a new meat buddy recently, and as we do with all meat buddies, we gave, gave her an option of uh, several things we could do to thank her, and she chose a pep talk. Specifically, 
Jazz would like us to give her a pep talk about taking medical leave from work. She'll have to go six weeks without a paycheck while she receives treatment. So I would, she would like a pep talk about that. Ezra, I think you have taken um, paternity leave, which is the closest. Yeah. Um, how, how do you, uh, what do you suggest to, I guess we're not, we're not trying to fix it, we're just trying to get her pepped for it. So how do you get pepped for that kind of thing? Um, yeah, man. Uh, okay. You know what? I'm just gonna jazz. Look, as disclaimer, if I make this worse, I'm sorry. Listen to it backwards and then I'll fix it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, also no refunds, no refunds. Definitely not. Uh, well, well, uh, here's the thing, jazz. Uh, this is a really interesting time in your life. It's probably never going to happen again. Uh, and whatever you want to make of it, uh, I think it's yours. So, I don't know what this uh, medical treatment is going to be like, if it's going to be really demanding, but uh, whenever I go through a, a time that, that I'm not enjoying, whatever I have to, uh, I try to bribe myself with something that I feel like is of equivalent value to whatever uh, discomfort that I'm going to endure. Mm. So I think you pretty much get carte blanche at this point uh, for you know whatever it is to like to do it. So like I, like, I don't know how many scoops of ice cream that takes, uh, but you've got my go-ahead. That's what, that's what I'll say. Uh, and whipped cream if you like whipped cream and up to three cherries i think it's uh, unlikely no that this we has can't made things worse sprinkles. what's that <laughs> this is unlikely it's made things worse this is pretty solid as well she could be lactose intolerant. I, I don't know there's a lot I, of ways that's true um yeah. i guess i just want to add i think that's a great way to look at it i also think like i know uh the paycheck part will be difficult but um it sounds to me like you just have six weeks of staying home from school and uh like if you remember being a kid, when you stay home from school and you're sick, it's difficult to be sick, but you get to watch The Price is Right and generally like have some good couch time. And so mm-hmm. if you think of this as like getting to call in sick uh, for a month and a half, like that could like that might help switch it around. So uh, it, yeah, like, and if I understand Alex's life, I think you're also a professional comedian for the next six weeks as well. <laughs> Oh man, the emails I just, that I owe you as would show that that's not entirely fair. But I, yeah. <laughs> just sit back and let Drew Carey do the heavy lifting. That's you know, what I'm saying. In the morning, you know, I you, say take off. Let Drew Carey carry you for an hour. You know, <laughs> let Drew carry day. you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I think it's it's some. There's some fun ways you can flip this around in your head. I think that'll give you the pep you need. Uh, Katie, do you have anything you want to suggest to Jazz? I mean, I don't know what your work situation's like, but if they're allowing you to take six weeks off, I'm assuming it's probably pretty serious. So, I mean, you already gained their trust and such that whatever you needed to go through, you they think you should do it. And, like, it's kind of like how people, some people take, do grad school and they do a part-time. It takes them, like, eight years versus yeah. they, like, take one or two years off and they're poor for a year or two and they get it done with so they can just move on forward in their life. And it kind of sounds like that's what you're doing. Um, yeah. I doubt you would heal very quickly if you stretch this out so just getting Smart. that six weeks out of the way yeah that's not that i'm a month and a half i've uh i've spent more than a month and a half in the bathroom probably so I mean, that doesn't sound <laughs> Conse- consecutively you should get someone to check that out yeah you should take some medical leave katie that doesn't seem great <laughs> yeah he's got like a real you have those real like howard hughes breakdowns when you go in with just those glass jars <laughs> Grow your fingernails out yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do, you're doing that more and more. It's starting to bother. If you take uh, <laughs> if you take six weeks uh, bathroom leave, your job should be concerned. 
I'm all for like using the bathroom on the clock and not at home. I think it's great. Nobody poops for free. But like, if you're taking six weeks suckers. of <laughs> six weeks <laughs> of unpaid bathroom leave, I'm amazed that you still get to teach the kids. They don't have to know. I mean, <laughs> and like, hey, well, it's Skype nowadays. You just Skype it. <laughs> I don't see. It. And isn't and it that like the chest up? It's for that Indiana Jones clause all teachers have in their contracts, right? You can, like, you teach the first three weeks and you get a bailout on an adventure once a That's year. true. That's true. Did we talk about this in the show, Anthony, about how all these... I think it, uh, maybe it was off the air, but we were talking about uh, Annihilation, where it's like every movie is like a teacher. It's like like this starts the teacher teaching for three minutes and then they're just on an adventure for a long time. I think we talked about this off the air, but that's, that's a very good point. It's a classic yeah, I mean, it's the, there'd be a great class to get. Like, I don't know how the grades work for it. <laughs> yeah, you're like, man, teacher was really interesting for two days, and then she went off to find a to fight a genetically altered bear in the woods and didn't say anything. We just just got to pass Psych 101. I don't know, man. She's I don't think she's going to read my dissertation. It's messed up. <laughs> Spent a lot of time on this. Yeah, did you have anything else to add, or is that uh, is, let Drew carry you going to be your your main takeaway? <laughs> uh, that's uh, <laughs> just one set of footprints, and they're Drew carries. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it was Drew Carey and I were talking at the pearly gates, and I he, he showed me all these footsteps by the sand. <laughs> I believe this kind of. I, I I don't. I don't think this is wrong. I guess I'll say that. Drew, why are there only one set of footprints? And he's like, "Well, that was Plinko." I mean, <laughs> very busy. Take, take this time to you know uh, catch up on some good TV. If you haven't seen The Wire, do that. It's pretty good. You know. Yeah, I was gonna write uh, The Wire. I mentioned The uh, Westworld. That's back. Man, I'm excited is it about back? that. Oh, uh, I wish we could talk about Westworld all day instead of anime. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's I mean, we'll figure out a portmanteau to make that work eventually. Right? <laughs> no West World, no Vest World. Nope. I think it's just about vests. <laughs> no vet. No, it's, there's none. It's no it's Vest no, World. It's right. December, We're already in no like Vest World. We're not wearing a vest. <laughs> all right. Anyway, uh, catch up on your TV. I hope all that helps, Jazz. You're gonna get through it. Six weeks, not that long, uh, and. Uh, you're getting you're getting treatment. We're happy for you, and we really appreciate you using what little funds you have left before this time off work. It is weird for a donation email to include. I'm about to lose our paycheck. Um, it's it's weird for us to stick to that no refund, but I'm definitely not budging on it. Yeah, no, I'm scanning. You know, it's it's in the bylaws. So we're really sorry about that. Thank too. you, Jez from Pittsburgh. Uh, we really appreciate. It. We appreciate all of our meat buddies. Everybody who keeps us floating down the tracks we can't thank you enough you can become a meat buddy redistribute.com slash meat buddies 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 and now it's time for lightning bonus round lightning bonus round we're going into lightning bonus round lightning bonus round here we go we gotta finish this shit up so lightning bonus round is our uh, mini game segment where we talk about things that our uh, listeners want us to talk about, usually things inspired by the movie, but not exactly about the movie. Uh, Danny started us off with a question on Facebook, aside from anime, this is mostly to me personally, since you guys are not as blind to it, but what are some of your other pop culture blind spots? Things that other people seem to like, and it's not that you dislike it, you just haven't looked into it yet. You don't, you don't care that much about it. Uh, Danny started us off. His is music. 
which is pretty broad. I just don't really wow. listen to music at all, except for occasionally the local college radio because they play weird stuff and have amusingly inarticulate hosts. I mean, yeah, missing out on music, that is a big blind spot. One might even call it a deaf spot, uh, Danny, but it's uh, so you might you might want to get that checked out. Maybe spend six weeks in a bathroom catching up. Um, I would start with Dr. Dre. He does some good stuff. Uh, Neil Young, yeah. people like him. Um, <laughs> those are two. Those uh, are Lord. Two I like it. Um, yeah, Dr. I've been Dre, Neil Young, and Lord. I've been listening to a lot of Bishop <laughs> Briggs this week. I would recommend that. Oh. That new record came out. Go to YouTube, type in music, and hit enter. <laughs> just, just start. Go from there. Yeah, just. I'm start. so curious what I'm yeah. going to get with that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Ezra, you go to Bing Video if you would. <laughs> Bing searches YouTube also. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, uh, popular music videos. There's a full playlist. 200 videos. Starts with Drake, it looks like. Yeah, there that's you Drake. go, buddy. That's Celestial White Noise. So I guess I'm listening <laughs> to that. This is pretty rad, actually. I do just want to listen to YouTube's suggestions for music. Uh, this is an awesome suggestion. Well, anyway, that helps you, you, Danny. You know if you do that long enough, it begins to tailor it to what you've listened to before uh that makes sense why that, that white noise yeah if you type in so like that yeah if you type in music to youtube it generates like all the music that it's known you've listened to and will populate a playlist based on what it thinks you like man if it was possible to uh, invest in google i would do it that's very smart yeah but i mean if you so if you have no interest in music and have nothing so you can have a fresh canvas <laughs> that's what that i want to know gonna show up it would just yeah. be trending. What is, what is, yeah, it'd probably be trending. I mean, it did say top. Um, um. No, nah, it's just going to start with Brandy, that 70s smooth rock song. The best song ever written, you know? There's a... The top thing, if I do it in uh, incognito mode, the first song that it plays is The Weeknd, Call Out My Name. It's pretty good. Hmm. Then it goes to Zed, Marin Morris Gray, and then Khalid and Normani, Megan Trainer, <laughs> uh, Kelly Clarkson. I mean, if I have some advice for the person who asked this question, in yeah. all seriousness, what I would say is, you know, try Frank Zappa, and if you don't like it, I just think music's not for you. <laughs> and just don't give it a shot. <laughs> I think, you know, that was something everyone liked. <laughs> Open up Frank Zappa's Spotify page. I mean, you didn't ask for advice, Danny, but you got some advice. Um, <laughs> what he actually asked us was, what do we have as other pop culture blind spots? Does anyone want to take yeah, this? Uh, I mean, I procedurals, I think I'm pretty bad with. Oh, interesting. There's kind of like a lot of them. I feel like I never really kept up on. Like I've said this like, before. I'll it, say it, it again. Like, you start with yeah. Law & Order UK. It's like regular Law & Order, but it's got wigs for reasons that I cannot figure out. I think for legal reasons, right? Yeah, well, sure, for legal reasons. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is I, that the, not covered in the voiceover? Like the the no, the although Justice Department is represented by two but equal separate factions. Be and they wear wigs for this reason as well. <laughs> no, but there was one of them. I watched it. it there, I watched like a little trailer for one of them, and it was like. Uh, in the UK, the criminal justice system is separated by into two equal but kick arse branches. <laughs> it was like it was the best Britishest thing. They said kick arse on TV. That's not even yeah. a word. Um, I so mean, I recommend that as not that you asked for right. recommendations. Just it's more about learning about how you got into this point in your life without having that on your yeah, resume. There are other non procedural things where they didn't follow procedures that I I watched <laughs> and said. <laughs> 
kind of that's how we got there. Katie, do you have anything, any blind spots? I would. Most people would say that movies are a blind spot for me, but I watch a lot of trailers and I read a lot of Wikipedia synopses, so I'm going to say that's more of like a cataract <laughs> spot for me. Um, you have, you have like like an almost sociopathic uh, understanding of movies where you're like, I've never, I don't watch movies, but I know movies just in case it comes up in conversation. I'm curious, but I don't have the patience. So I yeah. just, I'm a, I'm a synopsis uh, person. During your human studies, you have learned to appreciate the story, <laughs> but not the, not the execution. I have no. Wow. I did not know that about you, that you cheat movies that way. Yeah. I like, it's, it's, I mean, I know everything about movies. Like all like, I mean, once you wait to a certain, you gotta find the right wikis too, because like there's like the Wikipedia synopsis, which is all right, but then if you find like the wikia of like the fandom, they'll mm-hmm. have like way more details, and they'll describe things in a way that you can like perceive like spoilers. It'll be like, oh, and then like this person goes off in the woods and appears to be dead, so you know they're gonna come back. So it's like you can still pick up on certain things that because oh, yeah. the movie appears fans write the synopsis, dead. so they pick yeah. up on the most important salient features. <laughs> Why would you consume media this way? <laughs> Didn't you know, Katie, if you have no patience, you can just watch movies sped way the hell up? <laughs> all right, point taken. I remember the question is withdrawn. <laughs> we, all, we all consume it our own Leave way. Leave your wig in the right. locker room on your way out, as. <laughs> oh, although this does Katie, actually remind me. I... Found... Go ahead. Uh, I was, have you ever found yourself in a situation where, like, you read a Wikipedia page that was edited with false information and then have been, like, talking about, like, the Matrix? And been like, yeah, it's so weird when, like, Neo, like, Breaks down into that musical number and like cries in the corner for ten minutes. <laughs> I no. thought I thought the Matrix was a beautiful love story between a man and his dog. Man and his, oh, you think John Wick? No, I was just lying about a thing. Although that's oh, actually a good pull. It was John Wick. Yeah, I'm just trying to make good. up a thing yeah, that it's yeah, not for you to tell she people. She saved that for you. God, you haven't oh. really been surfing those Wikipedia pages. <laughs> I'm telling you, I haven't seen John Wick either, but I know that. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, I, so right. I don't even think it's a blind spot because I can keep no, up. No, you see this perfectly clearly. I would say the one of my blind, blind spots uh, in current pop culture is, and I don't like carbonated stuff, so I don't have a favorite flavor of Lacroix, and everybody has very strong feelings about it. And you I want to say pamplemousse. Yeah, it's you can say pamplemousse because it's just the best word. Whether or not it's the best flavor, everyone agrees pamplemousse is the best word for a flavor. Is that the agreed upon best flavor? A lot of people. I mean, I think. Lime and pamplemousse are by far the best sellers, um, but I think pamplemousse partly like the name influences it more than the flavor. I think. I honestly think whatever flavor was the last that touched my mouth is the best one. Have you tried um, the? I, have you? Okay, so Anthony, how do you feel about the tall, skinny ones? Oh, I uh, do like the I, karate. I can, I, can, I can fuck with those. They're a little spendier. Uh, there is like yeah. a. There's a cola. That's like yeah, a, I do not like that cola. I have had. I bought the cola at a pure sick novelty one night. I had it at a novelty too, awful. but I kind of enjoyed it. It was so bad. It I was, was planning like to somebody, hate it. I liked it. It tasted like somebody like drank a coke and then spit it back into a <laughs> cup of water. Like it just tasted like it was like <laughs> this small like wow. like the hints of coke. Uh, right. I was like on the back. It was. I hated it. Katie has a blind spot for LaCroix. Uh, Anthony, what do you have a blind spot for? Uh, I, I was thinking about this recently. I have this with uh, reality shows. Mm-hmm. I don't really watch any. And it's not out of like... 
I just don't find them fitting into my schedule. I've found ones that hook hook me. Like eventually, I would see them. But I have a lot of friends who at least watch like Top Chef or like uh, my wife's really into uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. So I have like yeah. a coworker who has watched every season of Survivor, which is the yeah. craziest thing. Yeah, because it's like forty but, seasons. Yeah, and it's just like I don't have, and there's like. I have they have these conversations with friends and like they have all these references from these shows and I have a complete blind spot to that. I've just never watched. I used to watch The Real World a lot and no one wants to talk about the slap anymore. <laughs> so I don't know like I don't know what anyone's talking about with reality TV. Man, I I I I know nothing about Kardashians. I know that this is a thing people care about and there I do feel like there's a weird lack of Kardashian knowledge. I feel like it. Some of it must have been pr- like. Do you know who the Jenners are? Like Kylie and Kendall Jenner. No. I know who Kanye West is. Yeah, yeah. So I know that's the only only access to Kardashian I have is like that's the only Kardashian you know. The things Kanye mentions. Um, there was one song that she was sung in when she was on a motorcycle, and it was really bad. That's all. I mean, I really like. See, like I just yeah, the Jenners and the and the Kardashians. I just could not tell you. Uh, I mean, one of them did uh, end police violence with that Pepsi ad. So, I mean, they'll, she'll be remembered for that. Yeah, know? see, that's this is more than I knew. Um, it's got to be... Other, I, there's there's definitely stuff where I like wasn't allowed to watch as a kid, so I feel like I have blind spots for it. Like, until a couple years ago when I... Uh, I like, I'd never seen The Simpsons. Wow. Because I was not... Because it was too dirty. Because it was like, you know, butthead and you smell and stuff. It was like... That kind Have of a dirty. cow, man. Yeah, it was expecting like, th- authority. This yeah. is so wrong. It was this. It's the longest running show on television, and I only recently have partaken of it. Although I guess I've never seen Gunsmoke, and that's the second largest one. So it's two big blind spots. <laughs> yeah, get on that Gunsmoke train. <laughs> I mean, hey, wouldn't it Philistine? be okay? But imagine that, as like if you discovered today that you just loved Gunsmoke, like you just have thirty years of TV to watch. I feel like I have at least that much to do now. At two times you know? speed, that's only 15 years. <laughs> that's not that impressive. <laughs> All right. Um, lightning bonus round. Uh, two more quick lightning bonus round things. One is from uh, uh, from Jazz, in fact, from our new meat buddy. Um, if you were a member of this house, really? if you were in the Jazz sisterhood. Jazz heavy show, more than other shows. Uh, if you were a member of the sisterhood, what would your obsession be? Sort of the opposite. What's your least blind spot, your most visual spot? And I'm going to say this is not necessarily what you're the most obsessed with right now, but what would be a fun obsession to have to be in the house? Those are either way you can answer the question. I was, uh, I, I appreciated seeing the one who was obsessed with uh, the Three Kingdoms figures, uh, but that the fact that they came out of capsule machines, because that's like a very big thing in Japan, is those like, no gotcha. idea what any of these things are you're talking about. Uh, so one of them in like the first episode gets a capsule ball that she's very excited to open. So in uh, in Japan, that's a very big thing. You see that a lot is like, ve- like essentially the things you have here when you put like a quarter in and you get a little ball with like a oh, random or one of those sticky it. hands that's fun for like five minutes. Yes, but they're everywhere and like every IP is all over the place and people are obsessed with collecting them. Huh. Uh, so like I've could have always imagined that if I lived in Japan, I would get really into capsule machines. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna straight up jackers. Yeah. Uh, and be like, yeah, I'd be the capsule machine person. Maybe yeah. not obsessed over Three Kingdoms, just because I've never read the book. Or right. I don't know the story very well. But I could see being like into Sonic capsule machines. Sure. You know. 
Well, like Nintendo ones, being really into that. Yeah, I appreciate you explaining that because I had no idea what that lady was about. That was the one that I was like, I don't get why you're doing this hand thing all the time, and I can't see your eyes. You freak me out. Oh yeah, capsule machines. I mean, they're basically, you know, it's it's uh it it gets people addicted the same way the slot machines does. It's just a random prize people get in. Yeah. They're very very addicting, but they're very big in Japan. Interesting. What would be like? Yeah. What's the most? But what's the most fun? What would be like a fun thing? Maybe just it could also be like one that like would complement their house. That would be an interesting version of this question too. I'll take any contributions. I think they um, need a conspiracy theorist. Yes. Ooh. Absolutely. Man, yeah, these someone... other people who are like so interested in things, and then one person who's just like the moon landing is fake. Yes. Absolutely. I feel like the they new have a legit reason. That the moon landing is real, but not in the way you expect. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the most fun thing is to do the second order conspiracy theories. Like the moon is real and we are not. We are a simulation that the moon has put together. Oh, that's pretty good. Well, like how, like like, how far can you go with this? How, how many ways you can twist it? I've always liked the idea that they just lost the footage, so they had to recreate it real fast. So like oh, it did yeah. happen. The footage is just a recreation. You they like it to... so like everyone gets to be a little bit right. Yeah, it's just a. It was a mulligan. They had to take over the fo- original footage was very bad. Record. So they. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. He I like one yeah. of them messed up the line. The other one didn't hit record. Well, they did mm, mess up the line, right? One small yeah. step for man. It's totally like a mess up of a really beautiful thing that uh, some writer came up with for him. Yeah, oh, it's really? like three words difference. It wasn't yeah, that. Yeah, so the, 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 the poem is one small, or the thing that they were supposed to say was one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. But what he said was one small step for man, which means the same thing. So it was like one small step for mankind, one giant leap for mankind. It's not as good. He just forgot one article, oh. and it would have been a way better thing to say. And we've just kind of like accepted like, oh, I guess that's what you say when you're on the moon. Cool saying. Well, it is what you say when you're on the moon. I mean, it's not like it was like it's not like he was just riffing either. Like NASA obviously knew they were landing on the moon. It's a big deal. So they, they had like they writers. paid people. Yeah. Like a lot of money to write that. Yeah. But and then to have him like miss his one line. <laughs> Buddy, we wrote you a moon poem. Dummy. <laughs> I know what my thing would be. Yeah, please. Bread. <laughs> oh like baking or just good. collecting it i mean i wouldn't just hold on to it obviously i'd eat it at some point or would, would you be buying uh breads of the world or would you be a baker uh i think i would be buying breads from around me i don't think i'd have to travel for the bread oh so uh, you have like be... a good sense of bread like could you zoom in on yeah, the yeah, yeah, you know yeah, like bread. Bread. Me. yeah this is ezra yeah, ezra knows bread i want bread sense uh, Definitely want bread. Uh, that's a great idea. I mean, it would be nice if you're a superpower. I don't even. It doesn't even have to be the most tasty thing. But I would love to know when something is just about to go bad and we have to eat it right away. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah, I would have a sense as a superpower. I mean, I kind of know what's happening. I guess I do have a kind of a like generally a good sense. But every once in a while, I'll, like open something that I was excited to eat and it's bad, and I'm like, ah, I wish I had known. Wouldn't have gotten all excited for this. Yeah, that's a good point. I wish I wouldn't drop food ever. <laughs> that's a good one that's a really good one it makes me feel real sad I yeah now we're just doing superpowers today it hit the ground and shattered into a million pieces and it was like a very potent metaphor for uh, how i felt at the time. <laughs> i really did oh man i had struck me. i had uh, leftovers that were just in foil not in a box they just given me foil and so it was like 
It was a huge pancake and then also some eggs and potato. And when I grabbed it from the fridge, I grabbed just the pancake. And so it folded in the middle and the eggs and potato went straight in the ground. And they were over easy eggs that I had not opened yet. And they cracked on the floor. And it was super sad. Uh, That's pretty rough. I was real pumped for that breakfast for lunch. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I'm now I'm like all just concerned with how many times I've dropped food and how much it ruined my day. It's too many times. Um uh all right, that's a good good job for that. One more tiny thing before we go on lightning bonus round. Uh is our James Bond a month. We mentioned this last week. We watched Moonraker. Catch you up as and uh Katie. We watched Moonraker, uh the James Bond movie where he goes to space, among other things. And uh we were talking about how much fun it would be to do a, a James Bond themed month, and I said, as we do, like as the bylaws suggest. If there's a good enough portmanteau, we have to watch it. Uh, we have to do it. And boy, did the listeners come through on this one. Man, we got so many great suggestions and so many terrible suggestions for James Bond Month. Like, the laziness of some of them was also really admirable. Um, like, it was like, people were like, we should just call it Month, James Month. You know, like, just real <laughs> portmanteaus. And, and I thought that was good. great. Um uh, Chris, you may remember Chris as a former host of the show, uh, chimed in to say, die another May. Mm. That's nice. Which is so spectacularly good. It, the only downfall of that is that it's anime, and we just can't also be James Bond May. So die another May is pretty solid. A, a it's a real people- shame there's never been a crossover. Yeah. I mean, how is there not an anime? I mean, they do have a little bit of James Bond in yeah, the opening credits of this. Yeah, there was a little bit of that. Sequence. There's that weird sequence where I'm a robot and James Bond shoots me. I never understood that part. Why does James Bond shoot me at the beginning of the movie? I feel like it's just a weird foot for us to get off on. Um, no one else is bothered by this? He just looks me in the face the, and shoots no, me, and I'm like, I just he, got no, here, James. Alex, Alex, it's shooting the person behind you. It's like that thing where like the stranger like puts out his arms to like hug you, but it's not actually you. It's the person behind you. Oh. Uh, well, what's actually happening there is it's a gun barrel that's going to shoot James Bond, but James Bond shoots him first. Oh. And why? That's shot, so the, the, the no, footage is from the, the first person blood, of a gun barrel? Yeah. Red goes over the barrel. The implied blood, like, climbed into the barrel. Like, if you think it actually through more, the more and more you think about the iconic James Bond opening, the less it makes sense. Yeah, this why is Why is that crazy. guy pointing a gun like a lunatic? It <laughs> opens with him going left and right real fast. Like, yeah. James Bond's walking casually in a straight line. Just point the fucking gun and shoot. This why is didn't he take so the weird. shot when he first got it? Why, also, I, why am I in the barrel of this gun? Sorry, go ahead, Katie. It's, well, like, no, I, it's like those old Frosted Cheerios commercials where you're at the bottom of the box of Cheerios and Gilbert Gottfried opens it up top <laughs> and then he talks to you. He's in every the Cheerios. I do not remember yeah. this, but that's terrifying. Yeah. Why am I in the Cheerios? Why are we in the um, barrel of a gun? Uh-huh. I think the gun actually became sentient. All right, yeah. like a second ago, and it's like looking around, looking around. What's going on? What am I here for? What do I do? And then James is like, oh, "Not on my watch, motherfucker." Am I a friend or foe? Oh, a foe. It's really like the Marvel teasers, but right at the beginning of the movie, like that's the last shot of James Bond's life. Right? Oh, we just we get a little bit of it in each movie, but eventually he just, ends there. Just to pull back the curtain, I am so relieved that you guys also find this troubling. I was going to mention it last weekend, and I forgot, and I just had never noticed before, but it made me feel weird. And then I was afraid to say it. I thought you guys were going to dunk all over me like you do. Well, the best thing about having a problem with it is that you only have to see it 
every time you watch a James <laughs> Bond movie. So <laughs> there's 24 different versions man. of that. And so, Casino. Okay, here's the thing. Here's what we gotta do. We gotta see Casino Royale because it has easily the best use of it. It does it in like a super amazing way. Okay. Uh, do you okay. mean the 1967 comedy Casino Royale? <laughs> Yes, the 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 one that matters, you know, the yeah. one <laughs> the Allen. real casino real. So, Dinother Man, great Rita suggestion, shows. but we can't do it. And other great suggestion we got from Jeffrey and Neil that we definitely can't do is October's pussy, October pussy, <laughs> Oct- Octopussy, October pussy, October pussy. That's yeah. <laughs> so, I it's a great portmanteau in a world where those words don't mean other things. Uh, but in this world, there's no way we're doing a whole month of hashtag October pussy. That's just not who we are. Yeah, I mean, well, it we haven't gone to in October yet. It it's could who be who you we could are be, then. Alex. <laughs> what did you say, Katie? That's a great Wait, is point. It, Alex, is it Dr. November? Hang on. Let's get to stuff. Oh. God damn it, oh, Alex. You, jumped, you skipped to the end. Whoa, that was it? I guessed it? Yeah, I think that's my favorite one. Uh, Dante was the first person to say this to me. Um uh, or uh, no, maybe I'm, I can't see. I uh, can't tell now from why it was done. It's either Dante or Steven was the first person to say it. But uh, so there's a couple good ones. Let me get for, through the the ones we can't do first. Um, uh, Alex, another Alex suggested um, Jalicense to kill, mm, which is nice. solid. <laughs> and then also suggested we just do all of autumn and call it Skyfall. Okay. Oh, that's not bad. Wait, Alex, would you also accept for July's only? <laughs> sure, for July's <laughs> only. Absolutely. Um, uh, Helen also suggested Goldvember. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. How about how about July Who Loved Me? Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, July Who Loved Me. Totally. Uh, December's are forever. <laughs> <laughs> I, these are all Wait, pretty good. Diamonds are for Sember? <laughs> diamonds are for Sember. <laughs> diamonds are for... Yeah, I mean, that's almost bad enough for us to use it. Um... <laughs> Uh, Juliana, who I have not seen, I believe, since college, and Facebook suggests has a great haircut now, um, su- uh, suggested Live and Let July, mm. which is also great. There's a bunch of those good ones. Uh, although, and then Dante suggested Live and Let December, so a bunch of variations. Uh, but I do On think. For May, just these Secret Service? Yeah, I, I believe someone suggested that. Also, can't do May. Um, but I do think that my favorite is. Uh, Many Penny. <laughs> <laughs> have we talked about Thunderfall? <laughs> Thunderfall, that's good. I think that I think I think Doctor November is my favorite. Doctor oh, November, yeah. uh, and it's the first James Bond movie, so it's a good. It's a oh yeah, it's great a place, place to start. To, so yeah. Stephen, I believe, is the first person who suggested that. Uh, so props to Stephen. I believe we will try, and also we'll have just we'll be coming off the Rocktober. We'll go into Doctor November. The only downside is that's a lot of dudes, a lot of dude heavy movies, a lot of action heavy. We'll have an action-heavy fall, but pretty solid work. Well, the James Bond movies are known for the strong female side characters that (laughs) treated well throughout the whole series, so that'll be good fun. At least we have that. Uh, So thank you, everybody, who suggested James Bond portmanteaus. I will still accept them by email or on Facebook or on Twitter. Uh, We're podcasts at readdeskweep.com. Also, you can go to readdeskweep.com slash next and see upcoming episodes, at least the next upcoming topic, and you can suggest games or answer questions. Also, we'd kind of fallen out of the habit, but I'm back in the habit... uh, um, you know, two back in the habit. Um, yeah. but uh, we're I'm back in the habit of uh, posting on Facebook and Twitter usually on Thursdays and 
and asking questions about our upcoming recording. So I'd love you to tell, uh, when you hear at the end of the show what we're doing or whatever, any other time, ask questions, suggest games. We'd love to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Or here's the other thing. It doesn't have to be about the show. If you don't know the show, ask me another question about anything else. It'll be totally fun. Anyway, uh, now it's time. We have time. We're really running right behind. We have time for one more minor compliment. One more tiny thing, nice thing about Princess Jellyfish. Remember that? Uh, Princess Jellyfish. We're going to reverse order. Katie, you're up first. What's your minor compliment? For I like how in the opening, they just like open, just like straight flexing. Just because either they're using so much material from other franchises and other movies and shows that either they're just like the most unabashed, shameless pirates <laughs> in the world, or they are balling out of control about the rights to like every major We can sample every franchise. movie that's ever happened. Yeah. Yeah, and it has nothing to do with the show at all. Yeah, that surprised me. As another thing that set me to expect things that did not end up happening. Uh, yeah, like absolutely no mention whatsoever of like Hollywood movies or anything like that. Yeah. But it just opens just like fully on display minutes of it. So much of it. And yeah, it was like aggressive cosplay for things they didn't even seem to care about. Like she never mentioned Star Wars ever again. Yeah. No, it has no relevance whatsoever. Yeah, that's it fun. Flexing. Um, my minor compliment is super minor, but I don't know if you guys noticed this. They all have iPhones, but instead of an Apple logo, it's a tomato. Yeah. So they weren't balling hard enough to get Apple's permission. So they were all using tomato iPhones and that Alex, are tomatoes fruits or not? (laughs) (laughs) They were using my favorite vegetable, the tomato on the back of their iPhones. They also weren't balling hard enough to get Darth Vader a full mask. I think he has like a half mask in the oh. version of Star Wars. Oh. Do you see that? I don't remember that. Like, maybe, you mean like maybe, uh, Phantom of the Opera half mask? Yeah, you can see like the like, fleshy bottom of his face. This Phantom no, of the Space like, Opera? There's like a, a tragedy that happened on the Death Star, so that's why he's at half mask. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I was going to try my the joke The tragedy again, being that, that the Death Star blew good. up, I guess. Phantom of the Space Opera? All right. That's I, not bad. Yeah, I tried so, twice. That's, that's solid. That's Anthony, solid. more. minor compliment. Alright, so this is fairly minor because it doesn't really have anything to do with this show. But here's <laughs> a, it is a compliment that something that this show reminded me. The great nation of Japan has given a lot of amazing innovations to this world. Mm-hmm. And there's two contributions to TV that we have don't appreciate in the West nearly enough. One, that's talking heads in the corners while people have horrible pranks done to them. That's something the Japanese uh, television <laughs> is very good at doing uh-huh. and innovates in constantly. Yeah. And the other one is one large commercial break in the center of your show oh. and having fun title codes that do that. That's something you'll see a lot in uh, Japanese shows, uh, at least in the handful I have seen. And I have never watched actually like the, I guess, what would be like eight minutes worth of ads of Japanese or whatever commercials, that would yeah. be. Um, but I've, I like that, uh, watching the show, getting the two title codes back to back real fast. I like that a lot. I also, I mean, it's sort of like, uh, it's like watching soccer versus baseball where like baseball, you have breaks every six minutes and then you do commercials. And in soccer, it's like, we just have a half an hour in the middle of the game of commercials and then we just go watch the rest of the game. And so you could just different sizes also, right, Alex? (laughs) There's a few differences. You may okay. notice at least six differences when you switch from baseball to soccer. <laughs> Circle <See>? them all. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I do. Yeah, I love. I love a halftime in a in a TV show. That's a great innovation. Good compliment, Anthony. Thank you. Uh, Ezra, close us out. Minor compliment. Um, I 
I guess I really I never saw this before, like in any show, but like a uh, female character with realistic eyebrows. Like that's <laughs> I feel like that's the first time this has ever happened. Um, yeah, and I think that was supposed to be the feature that made her unattractive. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, really want to talk about this too much, but like the this is like one of it's that it's that like librarian trope where it's like. I'm unattractive, but it's like just like three minutes of makeup away from being the hottest person ever. And that's just a little tiresome to me. Do you think there were design meetings about those eyebrows? Those eyebrows? Well, I, I think it would have predated the, uh, it predated the, the eyebrows predate the show. I guess what I'm saying. So like it's, they're in the, I don't know how many people like were involved in the creation of the, of the manga, but like oh, I think yeah. those brows are in there. Oh yeah. Right. Cause this is a manga first. Um, the other thing yeah. that's supposed to make her unattractive is that she wears really terrible sweats all the time. Um, but the, how, do, how do people feel about sweats? Are, are everyone like just like for themselves, like sweat fans, non-sweat fans? Oh well, in the house, yeah. I well, yeah. I mean, it, de- it depends on what you mean. As do you mean like classic ten years ago sweatpants, or do you mean modern sweatpants? Because modern sweatpants have gone nuts, and they are real good now. They got cuffs. They fit real nice. They're super comfy. Um, yeah, like what's a modern? Should I search for modern sweatpants? No, just just, go, just go buy. Yeah, go buy joggers. joggers. Sweatpants joggers are an incredible invention. We have, like, and they're they're nice enough that you can wear them out out in public. And it's not the best, but it's still like they like for a bit. It looks like pants. They're huh? Yeah, dope. Right, pet, sweatpants curious. have gotten so dope. If you don't have recent sweatpants, I highly recommend it. I definitely don't. Oh, I'm man. more of a silk robe type of guy. Like, as soon as yeah, I'm through the are. door. Smoking jacket. The clo- yeah. <laughs> yeah, the the robe, the clothes are off, the robe is on. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I do not, but I do not. Now I know I I'm never going to visit your house again. in my hand and that cat in my lap. <laughs> That's the type, type of night I'm having. Uh, all right, everybody, that is it for our show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to be back again next week. Next week, we're talking about the anime classic, I guess 90s classic, depending on how you do classic, uh, Cowboy Bebop. People have been telling me for years that I need to watch this show, and I haven't. And fortunately, our meat buddies agreed that I have to. So I'm going to be watching some cowboys and some jazz next week as the anime continues. Um, thank you again to our meat buddy, Jazz, not originally from Pittsburgh. Uh, and thank you for joining us. Good luck with your medical leave. We believe in you. Uh, and thanks to all our Meat Buddies. Read us, slash Meat Buddies if you want to help support the show. Even a dollar a month, huge help to us. Thanks for being here, Ezra Fox. Yep. Great outro. And at Anthony Lopez Part 2. <laughs> I say yes. That's enough. I'll say <laughs> hip, hip, hip. How's that? <laughs> pip, pip, I'll take. Anthony Lopez Part 2. Thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks for going on this uh, adventure with me. Uh, and at KT Nuggin on twitter having me it's been great look for look for her upcoming web series wow that's uh you took the wind out of my sails no that's i'm 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 blowing wind into your sails go make your web series so that we can promote it all right all right oh did i I had an idea for a web idea a web video Uh, tell me what you think of this um so you know unboxing videos 
Where oh, you're talk- are you telling them? Re- reboxing? I'm telling everybody. Here's an idea for a web video that I want to make for a YouTube video. So you know unboxing, where people get a box of like a, with a tech thing in it, and they open it up, and they look at all the stuff. Um, I want to do an unboxing video of that new boxed water. That all the, the boxed water. Oh, the like, like raw water. It's it's just called no. It's called boxed water is better. There's a couple different boxed water companies, but it's just it looks like a large juice box, but it's water, just boxed water. But I want to do an unboxing of boxed water. Well, I'll sit at a desk. I'll very carefully open the wall. It'll pour water all over the desk, and then I will just discuss the features of this water. The problem with the internet is that. You do that, and then the next thing you know, you're doing it for reals. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you're gonna do it. Like, you're gonna start doing it, and then a few seconds into it, you're gonna realize, wait, someone is actually probably seriously doing this. There's nothing. This is just like a real thing. I'm just unboxing water. I mean, there are a lot of people who are doing boxed water taste test videos on YouTube. I shouldn't have yeah. searched. Yeah, oh, it's man. just it already exists. There's nothing. There is a boxed wine unboxing, but it's a 13 minutes. There's no way that's any good. Can you just do reboxing now? Can you just like just take things and just put them in boxes? Or just put on your rebox? Yeah. <laughs> just how many boxes can you just do? Stack up? So it, like, it, yeah, I guess like so like you'll you'll I guess you maybe you'll you'll rebox some boxing rebox. Yeah. Or you're just boxing yeah. rebox. You're just like punching them with boxing gloves. Anyway, Katie's right. got a web series coming up. She's going to start working on then She's going to put out, and it's going to be great. What if we start a moving service that unboxes, streams the unboxing? We move a, your a stranger's shit, shit. Plus set up webcams of you unboxing your shit. All right, I'm into we it. Split the profit 70-30. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it pays for your move. Think of that's the angle. It pays for your move. All you have to do is let us if you, come if, move your shit. If you don't know what the product is, you're the product. Um, yes. Katie, what were you, what were you sort of saying? Did you guys watch the trailer for the live-action movie of Princess Jellyfish? No. No, is it fun? The trailer's kind of fun. It's it, it's a lot. They definitely like tried to make the humans look like the cartoon characters, including like Bamba's like, hair and um, they have, like all the outfits, like the green tracksuit and everything. And, you should have very recognizable glasses. That's cool. Um, so you watched the trailer of this movie, Katie, or uh, otherwise known as uh, you have watched this movie. Well, once I look up the synopsis, I will have I will know more about the movie than if you've seen the movie. I oftentimes remember more from reading the things than people do from seeing. You've almost finished it. Wow, these two look actually like really well. Like they, they do a great job of looking like it in a way that I think oh. is fun. Yeah, I, I mean, th- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go go go. I was gonna say the uh, something I, I I'm very interested in is the manga, the TV show, the live action movie path that an absurd amount of um, work in Japan is like that's the road they go. Like it starts as a manga, then it gets a show, and then a few years later it gets a movie. So no matter how outlandish either of them are, they do it, and it looks exactly like it. It's, that's kind of fun. It's it's very interesting. It happens a lot, and it, especially if you look at like some of the crazier premises, like Attack on Titan, and then you look at the movie versions of them. It's just it's nuts. Interesting. All right. Well, Katie, keep keep finishing your research, and then you'll have watched the movie. I'm really excited about well, that. I should say I did watch episodes one, four, eight, and eleven. I read the episode synopses for the entire series, so I actually know pretty much everything. Oh, I actually should have done that. That would have helped me a lot. <laughs> All right. Good thinking. Well, it's been great talking to you all. Uh, Happy anime, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. Goodbye. Bye.